0: tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do.
1: <laughs> Welcome everyone to Definition of a Woman. This levels to this shit. We are your hosts. I'm Nadia. Michelle. And Danielle. How's it going, everybody? It's going. Not as good. <laughs>
0: I feel like work been kicking everybody, but honey, Hmm.
1: kicking it, throwing me downstairs, (laughs) jacking me up like I owe it some money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been Danielle, says your turn now. You don't need to come over here. I'm actually on the way down to not being overwhelmed at work. Last week was overwhelmed. I don't know the last couple of weeks. It's just been life. I'm just like. I just need a break. Not the, not the
1: That's sound. That's how I
2: feel. <clears throat> I really feel like a break. I need a. I need a
1: break, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that. And, you know, I, I just got back from um, from D.C.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Took the that? kid. Oh, yeah. it was amazing.
1: And the African American Museum.
2: Oh, I've been wanting to go there. How was it? It was
1: great. Now, I will say, the only thing I didn't care for, uh-huh. um, like, they gave previous, um, like, Storytelling about who we were as Black people, whatever, but mm-hmm. not enough. Like it, it, it almost like, I, like we didn't, our life didn't begin at slavery, right? You know what I'm saying? Like right. show us who we were, right, before slavery. Like they had a little a little piece of, like, but I don't feel like it was enough. Like, most of our lives are, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a lot spent in slavery. Mm -hmm. But, like, tell...
2: Like, our beginning in America was slavery, but before that...
1: Right, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, tell the story of who we were before slavery. Like, black people didn't begin in slavery. But other than that, Mm -hmm. it was nice. It was nice. I'm glad the kids had the experience of, like, just being able to see it. I mean, it was five different levels. Mm -hmm. We didn't even make it to the... To the very top. My wow. dad did. His ass got lost. <laughs> well, he didn't get lost, but his phone died and he ventured off. And let me tell you, short story. My my mom was so frustrated with my daddy, right? Because like we're all looking, everybody's outside. We looking for my dad's phone is going to voicemail. They can't page you in there so they're asking like, "Hey, uh, can y'all put over the walkies?" Because you know they have security. In there. <laughs> my mom like, he got on this person. outfit with this shirt that says Army, and this if y'all could call it on the thing. Oh my god! They was man. they literally had just called it, and my daddy come strolling down like nothing. Put <laughs> had your had ass outside. We we're looking for you. <laughs> we spent an hour or hour and a half waiting for my dad or trying to find him. Oh wow! He's in there in my the said, museum. "I came here <laughs> right. DC to DC to go to this museum." I'm, right. about this. I'm getting every. Okay, nothing bit about of this. what y'all talking
2: about. Let, Let me find off. out he meant to do that shit. <laughs> exactly. Let me go explore on my own. Exactly. Turn
0: this phone off
1: real quick. But do you think it's a worthwhile trip? Like you should definitely do it. I say absolutely, 100. Mm-hmm. percent I say absolutely because it. I mean it. It still was a good experience nonetheless. Yeah. Like I would go back because I. I would want to see what's on the remainder floors, which mm-hmm. I don't think it's. It's not too much where. Um. Like, it's more, like, recent stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's probably, like, Obama stuff and, yeah. like, yeah. cultural, like, certain cultural stuff yeah. that, like, music-wise or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, pop pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, things like that. So, I mean, I think it's worth going 100% because it, it's so much in there. Like, you want to be comfortable when you go. Walk in shoes, for sure. Okay. Like, be prepared to do a lot of reading because while they do have stuff playing... Like, you know, stories so you can, like, where it reads it for you. It's a lot to read on its own, but be prepared to, like, just be pissed off at white people for sure. <laughs> because that's how I feel when I watch definitely. The Hell. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and then you always got people who, like, I'm like, you, you just, you're gonna have people that just don't respect it, period, which mm. obviously it makes sense. I mean, slavery lasted for so long. So, you know, it's, it's, it obviously... Ha- you, you can see how they felt about black yeah. people and, and currently how they still feel about black people. Correct. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, some of that shit, just looking at... I mean, I saw baby shackles in there. Mm. Like, what the fuck a baby need to be shackled up for? Why? Mm. Why? What was the reason? <laughs> so it's like certain stuff like that. Mm. And then um, it was this one dude in there. Like, this is the, the, a day that Redessa went because... Um, you know, stuff had happened. She missed her flight. There was so much going on, but um, the day that she went, it was like a white guy in there, like oh, that's not how the story went or that's... Nigga, were you... So is, were you there? Were you there? And then so now I got a problem with you because I, I know what the culture is. Exactly. <laughs> so he was just like, oh, you know... Oh, um, he, Yeah, what? like, just... It, just oh, in there. Just in there, like, especially, like, you know, the, the stuff that they read off or uh-huh. whatever, like, if they say black people was mistreated and stuff. Oh, no, they treated their slaves great. <sighs> Sir, d- oh listen to what God, you just said. Slaves. what you saying. Uh, <laughs> slaves? <laughs> slaves.
0: They're slaves. How great can they... With
1: weapons and stuff? Shackles and shit? Slaves. We're not business partners. We're you not. You just said slaves. You said They're slaves, slaves. well. The thing is... <laughs> thank you, Slaves that. was was okay at a time period, but you had to treat your slaves good. You had to treat your slaves good. White people took that out of context and did some other shit with it. But slaves was allowed at one point, but not in the sense of capturing black people. You were a slave if... A slave is a slave is a slave. Right, but you were a slave if, if you like old dad or something like that. Right. It was just a, but you had to treat them with respect. You had it, you wasn't beating on them and doing and treating them. It was just, hey, you work off your debt, move on. You free. Yeah. Girl, I'm telling you, that shit rubbed me the wrong way. But I <laughs> said all that to say, you should still go. <laughs> I don't know. Especially if somebody was in there doing that. Well, you're gonna always have dumb people. So. That's true. Yeah. That yeah. Everywhere true. you go. That is very true. But what's going on with you guys? That was a long uh, check in for me, but (laughs) I think that was
2: the most exciting check in. It it definitely was. I've got anything exciting to uh,
0: to add on top of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to uh, take a visit. I do. I do want to go, and I think it's probably come. Anybody
1: goes for sure, and and to be able to explain stuff to the kids and. Just being able to allow them to have the experience, especially with them not teaching uh, yeah. black history in schools anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I suggest anybody to go visit. And if you have visited, let us know what your experience was like, what you think about yes. it. Make sure you drop the comments and share. We would love to hear what you guys thought about the African American We want to hear YouTube. all about it. All about it. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to just go ahead and jump into this week's
0: episode the word is <laughs> transformative causing or able to cause an important and lasting change in someone or something and the example it gave is <laughs> <laughs> she'll tell anyone who asks about her transformative weeks working for unicef in congo and cambodia
1: not anyone she anyone who will listen to anybody <laughs> it was shady that's why i like it it was shady i knew you liked that smiling reading
0: it <laughs>
2: Okay, so I have the Urban Dictionary definition of transformative. Awesome. Oh. Badass. Mm. Really fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and the sentence is. Come on, man. It's going to be fucking transformative.
1: (laughs) The fact that you read it in that voice is bothering me. I just feel like some (laughs) hippie who is like, don't really have a job,
0: aspiring to be something. I feel like that was their definition.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason we picked transformative for this week's um, topic is more so... um, because we wanted to give you a, a slight definition. But this week's topic is about what book or movie changed our lives. So, And not necessarily changed, but maybe inspired mm-hmm. or um, can't think of another word. Made an important or lasting yeah. Tr- yeah. impact. Or uh, an impact. impact. I, I was thinking of I. Made an impact. Thanks, uh, Michelle. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what this week's topic is about. Um, super excited to go ahead and jump in. I guess we'll start with Michelle. Oh, okay, well, oh. there we go. Yes, we hardly ever that's start with true. Michelle because she's always she, asking. She definitely stood okay. out here. She did. She did. She, did. she only did that because she, was, she <laughs> knew I was about to name and she was like, I, nope,
0: <laughs> let me go ahead and name. <laughs> Okay, so I picked a book and a movie kind of really for the same reason, but I'll just do my book first, and then, like, if we go a second round, then I'll do my movie. So, okay. um, the book I chose was The Color Purple by Alice Walker. Oh, I love it. Let me give you the official uh, synopsis that I pulled up online. The Color Purple documents the traumas and gradual triumph of Silly, an African-American teenager raised in rural isolation in Georgia. As she comes to resist the paralyzing self-concept forced on her by others, Silly narrates her life through painful, honest letters to God. Oh. So I picked The Color Purple. Like I feel like I watched The Color Purple like a billion times before mm-hmm. I actually read the book. I didn't read the book until high school. And although I think the book and the movie are very similar because, you know, some adaptations are not good yeah, yeah. <laughs> and don't really portray um, the book. I think the book really, and it could have been age, like I got a little older. I mean, it won't grow up so I haven't really been through nothing. But I think reading the book really made me see her as <laughs> she was meant to be seen triumphing over things. Like she really was a hero in a sense that most books don't, It was a little more subtle, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think I definitely... I think you missed that in the movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because they do, you know, show a piece of her kind of breaking free and kind of coming into her own. But I think in the book, you, you notice it more. Like, you see the progressions and you hear more of what she's thinking because Mm -hmm. it's in the way that she's writing letters to God, you know what I mean? So you really see her progression in a way that the movie just is not able to give you, which is one of the reasons why I always go back and read books Mm -hmm. that are made into movies movies, if I haven't read it before. Yeah. Yeah, So you can really get those pieces that just don't come across. And, um, it's so much, I mean, it's a lot of trauma in The Color Purple in the book and in the movie. It's a little mm-hmm. worse in the book, in my opinion. It's more graphic in the book than mm-hmm. than in the movie. But ultimately, the part that really stuck with me was her coming out of it. Because in that time frame, like a woman owning her own business, a woman wearing pants, a black mm-hmm. woman at that, like, that's a, that's a no. Like, the book describes her, as, or people describe her in the book as ugly, just like they do, you know, in the movie. And a lot of times, you don't see your heroine being somebody who is not Aesthetically pleasing to mm-hmm. to the average eye. Right. You don't. Your heroine is not mm-hmm. is not that. She might go through things, but she is not that. And so, it really stuck with me because of that. Like she is not typical. She kind of went through some things that you might have read in other in other books. But her coming out story, her redemption story, is is built up in in a way that really makes like, dang, you really can go through, or you can really be what they call you you can really be that and it really doesn't matter in the end like you can still get what you want and Mm -hmm. she did like she was on her own she had her own house and ultimately she got her kids back right so i really felt felt differently once i read it as as her being a hero and i don't think the movie necessarily translates that that part of it that part of it no not in the way that the book does anyway
1: That's so funny because that was gonna movie. be one of mine. Was it?
0: Yeah, Look at us. yeah. That that. But, I mean, the book is good in general. I think the movie is too. I don't want to be like, ah, oh, that movie was terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was. <Yeah. laughs> it was we're not like good. they. Oh, that they terrible. both were were really good. I just think, and just in general, like little side note, as we get older, we get away from reading for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And I guess it's just busy because when we're younger, we're reading for enjoyment. And by Mm -hmm. the time we get older, we're usually reading for like college. I'm doing it because it's required. Yeah, (laughs) it's no longer enjoyment. Yeah, Yeah, and so I I was really glad about this. And we'll you know suggest you guys some more stuff as we get to the end. But even some of these, if you read them before, you should go back and read them because your perspective on books. And I think that's the great thing about books. Like you'll go back and read it at a different time, and you'll get something new
1: or something different, whether it's
0: because you just exactly. missed it the first time or because you're different. You can get something say, more sometimes about Sometimes it. it's about
1: what you're going through at the time that you read it too. So mm-hmm. your, percep- your perception is a little bit off. Yes. Or not off, but different. Just change. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I agree.
2: Yeah. I agree with that too. Cause we evolve and um, like you said, our per- perspective changes as we evolve as individuals.
0: Definitely. What about you, Danielle? What's one of the books you chose? Well, first I want to say that was really good.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I, when I never even, like, of course I love the movie. Um, I haven't read the book. But... Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, you know they do say the book is always better than the movie mm-hmm. a lot of the time a, a, yes. right. a lot of the time a lot of the time case um, but the movie was so touching you know it's it's iconic it's a staple yes. like if you don't know lines from that movie we have to take your black we card like, we to. we have to take it <laughs> um, <laughs> but my favorite part was um, at the part when she put her fingers up so you do to you, right mister right and she says Whatever you've done to me has already been done to you. Yes. Oh my Some god. Words. That I use that <laughs> all the time. Okay. <laughs> that I use it all the time. Anyway, it's so powerful that movie. It is. Um. So I actually chose for a book, um, Eckhart Tolle's um, "A New Earth: Awakening to Your Life's Purpose." Ooh, I feel I like I read
1: that before. <laughs> so I'm gonna re- I'm gonna
2: read the back of the book. <laughs> it says. With his best-selling spiritual guide, The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle inspired millions of readers to discover the freedom and joy of a life lived in the now. In A New Earth Tolle expands on these powerful ideas to show how transcending our ego-based state of consciousness is not only essential to personal happiness, but also the key to ending conflict and suffering throughout the world. Tolle describes how our attachment to the ego creates the dysfunction that leads to anger, jealousy, and unhappiness, and shows readers how to awaken to a new state of consciousness and follow the path to a truly fulfilling existence. Mm -hmm. So, why this book was so inspiring for me, but it introduced me to being present. Mm -hmm. You know, I am so quick to think in the future. I'm not a past person. There's a lot of people who think in the past. That's ego also. But I'm a future. But I'm like, well... You know, if I lose weight, then I'll be happy. Or mm-hmm. if I do this, then I'll be happy. If I make this amount of money, then I'll be happy. Yeah. And this, and this really taught me to be present because that is where my happiness lies in the moment and being grateful. And um, it introduced a term that I use all the time called your pain body.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just different, like emotions that the ego. It's not the situation really that is impactful. It's It's your perception of the situation. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was really a powerful point in the book, too. So there were just a lot of points in there that I felt um, were inspiring. And then also, this is one of those books you have to, like, Mm reread. I hardly ever buy new books. I actually just reread the ones, like you were saying, that I have. Because I find that as I go through life, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, Nadia, and as I evolve, like you were saying, um, Michelle, I... I totally have different takeaways from the book. And I used to, like, I don't know if you guys do this out there, but I highlight and, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, mark up the books, and I stopped doing that because maybe those things weren't um, – Touching me. I mean, sometimes I'll go back and read, like, different notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started to do, like, stickies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because then I can move them and maybe, you know, maybe that was inspiring then, but maybe something else touches me now. Yeah. So, you know, that was really important. But um, to do while you read these, uh, you know, self-help books, mm-hmm. I think that's important um, to mark the things that stand out to you. But um, I actually did... Some research about what other people felt like the key takeaways from the book are. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. And um, this, uh, let's see, this guy, I don't remember his name actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, his name is Tal Ger, and he is from ElevateAbundance.com. And he has the key takeaways from the book as stop identifying with your ego. Right. Mm -hmm. Your ego wants to you to fail. It wants you to feel small and encourages you to feel depressed and sad. Eckhart Tolle tells us that the ego is so good at what it does that it tricks us into thinking that knowing ourselves is the same as knowing about ourselves. Mm. mm Okay. In today's ego-fed world, we believe that who we are is defined by our background achievements and belongings. To let go of the ego, you have to recognize the stream of thought and consciousness that focuses on I. I'm so fat. I'm so bad with money. My life is awful. I always attract bad relationships. Why do I do that? I'm so stupid. A lot of these I've said to myself when I'm reading this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um and let go of it as fast as possible right but with the ego fueling your discomforting suffering and anxiety it's not as easy comfort zone to break free the primary cause of unhappiness is never the situation but your thoughts about it the answer is finding your life's two goals your outer purpose and i like this one and your inner purpose you yeah. know i never thought about it that way your outer purpose and your inner purpose And returning to the present moment as soon as possible after a negative incident. That was takeaway number one. Takeaway number two, accept your life as it
1: is right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so mean. That's tough for a lot of people. Yeah. That's a hard (laughs) one. Because your life is what it is. You want to make it something else, which is great. But you still have to recognize where you are uh, currently. Yes. Yes. And actually be
2: grateful even in the seem, I like the word seeming bad. Mm -hmm. Because it's really here to teach you. And um, so it says, no more wishing, hoping, dreaming, and planning that one day things will get better, that one day you'll have more money. Oh, my gosh. This is so me. That one day you'll meet your (laughs) dream partner, that one day you'll leave the job that you hate. Accept your life as it is. Just so you guys know, side disclaimer, this is talking to me right now as I read it. (laughs) I didn't read it before now, so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Um, Accept your life as it is right now and enjoy what you already have. If you cannot accept and enjoy then at least be at peace with the here and now, no matter what is going on. Life is a journey and this too shall pass are wonderful statements to remember. My mom tells me that all the time. This too shall pass. Remember that you always have control over your state of mind. You can choose it. To make it something good or bad, when you truly accept and enjoy your life as it is in the present moment, the pressures of daily life will fade to leave you feeling more at peace. That was very good. That That was good. good Okay, that was takeaway number two. Takeaway number three uncover your inner purpose. When people talk about finding their purpose or goal in life, they talk about it in the singular sense. But we actually have two purposes to fill in order to be fulfilled the inner purpose and the outer purpose. Achieving inner purpose is the more difficult one to master. It's the consciousness that separates thought from awareness, allowing us to be fully present without thought or ego getting in the way. Our outer purpose might be to make more money, get a promotion, help those in need, or raise happy, healthy kids. Our outer purpose is always subject to change, though. Whether we realize it or not, Take people who list their kids as their life purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. What happens when those kids grow up and leave home, right? right. What becomes mm-hmm. your purpose then, right? That's what it's saying. You also have to be careful what the out, that the outer purpose doesn't create a false inner purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. A charity worker will likely be seen as having a strong and positive life purpose. But when done for the wrong reasons, I always say, what is your intention? Right. Mm-hmm. What is your intention? Um, done for the wrong reasons, such as to feel worthy, the inner purpose is being missed and the ego is being stroked. That sounds... Oh, that's, yeah, that's, good. that is powerful. That was good.
1: <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah snap. So, right. Eckhart
2: Tolle, A New Earth. That's good. Go out and get it if you haven't read it already. Mm. Powerful book.
1: <laughs>
2: they some good points just yes. in that in that takeaway alone. Oh my gosh, I'm just sitting here reading it like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear it right now in right. this moment. I and, needed to hear moment, that. In this moment, you're probably mm-hmm.
1: gonna go back and reread it. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Think, you know what? Exactly. I
0: got
1: it. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> got it this time. This book was good. I didn't even know how good <laughs> it was. <be. laughs> she said, "I didn't know it was that good." Right. Now I gotta go back and read it again. <laughs> But it is. It depends on what it is that you're going through in the moment of, of your reading on on takeaways that you could actually get. Sometimes you got to go through a little something to to, to uh-huh. get the necessary takeaway for what that Absolutely. you know the author was intended. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yep. I actually did not do a book. I did uh, a movie. Okay. Um. Now I got a quite a few movies and stuff, but I'll um I'll just say one that kind of stuck out to me. I don't know why it came first to mind. Uh, but the, did you, I'm sure you guys probably seen it, Antoine Fisher. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like that movie, but I'm just, I'm gonna read over and then just say why. Okay. okay. Uh, Antoine Fisher is an African American in the Navy stationed in San, San Diego, California. He has trouble with his anger and is always getting into fights. After one confrontation, he is ordered to see. Not Jerome, but that was Denzel Washington, <laughs> the Navy <Native laughs> psychiatrist. He refuses to speak and spends several sessions squirming in silence. When Anton finally decides to tell his to tell the story of his life, it soon becomes apparent why he has why he was reluctant at first to do so. His mother was in prison when he was born and she abandoned him after she was released. Antoine never met his father who was shot to death by another woman several months before his birth. Mm -hmm. The foster mother consistently calls him and two other foster boys niggers with the ER. Okay. Antoine spends most of his nightmarish childhood feeling (laughs) worthless and trying to psych out the foster mother's mood. By the food she gives in the morning, so I don't know if y'all remember that part in there. Um, he also suffers sexual abuse from another woman living in the house. The only person he tells about this humili- humiliation is Jesse, which was a friend who who later lets him down big time. So he just he ultimately like had a life of trauma, mm-hmm. right? So the reason I thought it was inspirational is is how he came out on top, and I also thought it was inspirational to show because you know we have a stigma in the black community on how. Like we shouldn't seek uh professional help mm-hmm, and this, mm-hmm. that and a third, which is probably another reason why he didn't speak. So much hurt that he experienced. You know what I'm saying? I think it was uh, <coughs> I think it was good to see to know that, you know, you can go through hella shit you know, in your life, because he went through an awful lot. You know, you got sexual abuse, mm-hmm. you you're, you feeling worthless, you know what I'm saying, you feel abandonment. You know, you got all these issues just in one individual. Yeah. It's not like you dealing with sexual abuse and you dealing right. with certain right. trauma. Right. Like, you got all this shit housed in I one person. I got it all, you okay. know right. what I mean? <laughs> but for him to kind of come out on top and being able to kind of press through, I think that that's what that came to mind, because it's like we, we all go through so much and just being able to say, like, it is a way to come out on top. You just gotta do the work. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You gotta self heal um in order well, to do self-heal. the work. So I really like um I don't know why that movie came like top of mind, but I was like I, I, I really love the movie when I watched it. I watched it a couple of times and anytime it'll come on I'll watch it. So I
0: like in that movie too and I don't even think when it was like out and when I was even when it came out like new and when I've watched it in the past that I really noticed the like therapist client relationship between exactly. him, and, him and Denzel like I, I, a lot, we talk about mental health and therapy and healing and stuff now and I think that part is kind of like glossed over because Denzel is such like a fatherly figure I that's guess the in end. the in the movie but like he's literally he's like what a therapist, he is. He's <laughs> a therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like um, and that's good especially we're talking about a black male it, That's mm-hmm. what's, what's in huge. the military mm-hmm. right like if the the therapy was
1: forced. <laughs> right. It was forced. But, but you
0: see how the unpacking how he broke uh, him down yes. to be able to
1: allow him to talk. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes I think that that, that played a huge part because, you know, because it's already a thing in the black community, I think we have gotten so much better over the mm-hmm. years and that's the honest mm-hmm. to God truth about actually seeking help. But um the fact that a man as well, you know what I'm saying? And granted, he had to be forced, but I love the dynamic, like you said, with the therapist and patient to be able to kind of like break barriers in some sort of, Form of fashion rather is, oh, you know, I'm talking a little bit about certain things that I probably shouldn't be talking about about a therapist because it's about you. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to help welcome you so you know that this is a safe space. It is okay to bring all your hurt, all your feelings, all your thoughts, you know, opinions. You can bring it here because it's safe here. No judgment. Right. And I just think about all the black men in
2: America who could benefit from having that type of safe space. Exactly.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, Yes.
0: In trial in your trial, I know it like in the conversations that he had, he mm-hmm. was like like it's not a big deal or mm-hmm. what I went through, like it's it's not a almost like he's trying to Make convince himself that exactly. it's not I didn't
1: go through much. I'm not angry because it is. In reality, you're you're yes. fighting and losing your <laughs> shit. You are. <laughs> because you you have so much hurt build up and yes. you're you're building a wall around it, but the hurt is still there. So and right. showing up in right. other and places. And showing up and so in places. So we need to talk about where. we need to
0: talk about. We, need to talk it talk about about we gotta release it. From. From. And I think too, sometimes, especially like in the age of where he was supposed to be a young boy, like a lot of stuff like, Well, everybody goes through that. Exactly. Honestly it doesn't matter if everybody
1: goes through that. It's still Traumatic, right? It's not only traumatic, <laughs> but me and you can go through the same exact. All three of us, as a matter of fact, can go mm-hmm. through the same exact things. We're we're neither one of us or none of us is going to process the thing, process right. the hurt and, and exactly. pain and stuff the same way, exactly. Because how I feel about certain things is not how you feel about it, right. it's not how she feels about it. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Trauma is trauma at the end of the day. Some people are better dealing with trauma. You know what I'm saying? But then you got some that don't know where to start. And you fucking seek help for that shit because you and need it. And it's okay it. to seek help. It is. There's nothing it, wrong you know, with it. People always downplay what they go through.
2: You should never downplay. Like like you said, to to us it's different. Mm-hmm. It
1: may hit us differently. Right. But um, it's still traumatic. It's still trauma. You know? What I don't like to, like, I feel like the The black community had the stigma, and again, obviously, not all black people, but it was a stigma in the black community as far as like, oh, we don't do that type mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. But help is help, so it, it is it okay that that was the, always the weirdest thing. So you can go to God and say God will do it. Just talk to God; He's your therapist. He is, but you have to have somebody, right? So sometimes I need somebody that's right here, right? And God is always here, not to say that, but I need somebody who could. Mm-hmm. Share certain experiences with me. You know what I'm saying, and have someone available for me. So if you're if if you're telling me to talk to somebody, allow me to talk to somebody Mm -hmm. without judgment. Right. I need you to judge. Right.
0: And everybody's relationship with God ain't what it is. I right? Like God might be like, I've been talking to you. You ain't listening. You ain't listening. You ain't there. A right. high, I, I am able. A I am head capable head of, of fixing it. But you ain't listening. Behind. So you need to go talk to somebody in the in the fleshly in the
2: body. Because, you need the world. You need somebody yeah, you, in the world right now. You're not now. listening and spiritually. spiritually. <laughs> and also, I this I'm a huge advocate of you don't have to tell everybody everything. Okay? You don't. Go do what you need to do for yourself. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to tell your family or anybody else that you are seeking help. from. And, and sometimes that help is just, you know, like a life coach. That yeah. made me feel a little bit better about it when I was seeing one. I was like, oh, no, it's not a therapist. It's a it's not a therapist. Be, uh, be very you clear. Know, I'm not but, seeing a therapist.
0: No, but <laughs> I'm not putting down the
2: therapist, but that's where I was then. then yeah. Now I yeah. feel like it's totally fine. I would totally see a therapist. I probably need one right now. Probably
0: However,
2: <laughs> like just do what you got to do. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody, yeah. reach out to whoever you feel comfortable with, whoever you're – Open to being vulnerable with, and seek out that help. Maybe they'll help you find somebody that you can talk to, or whatever. But you have to talk to somebody. Exactly.
0: I think everybody can use a little
2: bit
1: of therapy.
0: Yes. We I should, no. Like, just let, let's just see what it's about. Let's just yes. see. They can help you uh, again. Right. Uh,
1: just to be clear, get someone that's fucking licensed doing right. this shit because <laughs> like, that the problem. You said therapy. We right. say talk to your friend. We did not yeah. say talk to your friend that don't know nothing about what's going on. Okay, or that or that has the same mentality as you. I'm you gonna say you can't. Elevate that way, or you can't that's get true. certain right.
0: things across. That's right, and you really need somebody not emotionally attached. Like exactly. it's literally uh, so like, yep. uh, you know, yep. people lose their license for getting too emotionally attached to right. to their patients and right. not moving into somebody else. So that's like the biggest point of therapy. You need somebody to clear mind, somebody who don't know your mama, right? Somebody you didn't go right. to school with, somebody who you know don't know yep. necessarily how much money you make. Like exactly. you, somebody that's completely. That is neutral, exactly, is what you need. That's exactly right, Michelle. Here
1: in the background from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear from your perspective, because ultimately right. you're trying
0: to heal yourself. So it's you not need, about anybody he, else. They're not going to blame right. nobody. Like they're really your therapist. Usually, is yep. focused on you and your behaviors and how you to your point, mm-hmm. how you responding to to a situation. The situation happened. Everybody not gonna take it the same. You took it bad. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk because like, everything is third part, like third party. Like if I'm yeah. telling you something that happened with my mom, I'm still only hearing it from your perspective, and that's really therapy is trying to help you better change your perspective or see how you can better cope when you and are heal yourself. Struggling. Yeah, yes. not
2: anybody else. Because not as we all time. know,
0: it starts with you. In, everything. Everything. That's a good point. A get you therapy. And this book Danielle just told you about, it makes it do you. what it do. I'm going to read the book again, my damn self, okay? <laughs> that's funny. Oh, okay, so I have another one. It's also a movie, it's not a book. Um, okay. It's Cricklin, a Spike Lee oh joint. My, I love that, that movie. movie. You got all the good movies. Those okay, that's my movie. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to read the, the little background if you have not seen it. As her teacher mother, Carolyn, who's played by Alfred Woodard, and her jazz musician, Father Woody, uh, played by Delroy Lindo, always in a Spike Lee, uh joint, <laughs> worry over monthly bills, grade schooler student, Troy Carmichael, banters and bonds with her four brothers. Against her will, Troy is sent to her aunt's southern home for a summer visit. But when she returns to her bustling Brooklyn neighborhood, she learns that a family member is gravely ill. Mm-hmm. Already mature, Troy is forced to face some very grown-up facts about life and loss. Um, Spike Lee directed the movie, but somebody else wrote it. I wanna say her name is Joy Boise or something like that. I ain't write it down, I wanted to, because sounded you know, that's important about who wrote who wrote the story. <laughs> um, but a few reasons why I used to watch Kirkland all the all the all the time. And I think it's actually it was filmed in like ninety-four, but it's set in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember I was side note watching it one day, and mom was like, they filmed this down the street from where I went to nursing school and that just brought it closer to me on where <laughs> we lived in Brooklyn um when my mom was in nursing school uh in like 94. I was like 4 <laughs> or 5 years old. Um but I just really a coming of age story in a way that we don't always see it. A lot of times our coming of age stories are usually about like a high school student mm-hmm. who, you know, an athlete or you know they're they're a bit older. And so to see this coming of age story of a younger girl that was, you know, puts me more in the mind of, of myself and how mature she had to be but also I like that it highlighted that she still was a child because I feel like in black community especially sometimes we do have to mature faster for you know whatever reason like you gotta let yourself in you gotta cook dinner for you or and your siblings those right. are the type of things that um, systematic oppression has set up for, mm-hmm. for us so we do tend to mature fat more uh, quickly than you know other children but we're still just a child and I think this really pointed that out in this yeah. in this movie, and it did it to a little black girl, and oh, yeah. I think that's that's important. I think you and we hear studies how people feel like you know, black kids are they just see them as growner. Like you have a black five year old kid and a black I mean a white five year old kid, and they'll assume the black child is older. Like they're always just seeming they're older. Um, But she's still a child. Like, she's going through life and having to deal with adult issues, and she's only a child. (laughs) Like, she's peeing on herself. (laughs) Like, her brothers are picking on her because she's peeing on herself, and she's having to go through all these issues as a child. And I watched it fairly recently, and I was like, damn, this is... It's messed up. Like, yeah. I mean, some of the parts were still funny, but I'm like, you going, you beat, you beating up, you know, the, neighbor, the neighborhood, right. you know, drug addict. <laughs> like, you, you're really out here in these streets, and you really just, you having to steal from the corner store. You know, you ain't getting, you know, your friends ain't getting mm-hmm. caught because they, you know, Puerto Rican, right. and you getting in trouble because you the little black girl. So I really feel like it's a coming-of-age story for little girls that look like me, and it mm-hmm. has definitely Touch My Heart. That's my movie. I'm watching it every time it come on. So if you have not seen <laughs> Cricklin, I I highly highly encourage you to watch it it's a really good um, I love that movie I'm just be sitting here smiling because I love the part when the dog <laughs> oh she gets caught in the scene, she's like she's gonna put him <laughs> <Time laughs> nothing when she down inside. To that's the funniest part of the movie a lot a lot went on in that part <laughs> <Yeah>. that <thing. laughs> oh my baby <mate. laughs> That, that aunt was nah, she was tore up <laughs> oh that oh, dog Oh my oh, god! She was sick <laughs> over that dog. No, I love Spike movie. I know some people, you know, he's had some he had some misses, but um, I don't feel like <laughs>
1: no, that I don't feel a good like movie, this that it? was a good yeah, movie. that was a really a good one. Classic.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a classic. It was. There, you have another another one you want to share? Um,
2: I'll share the movie. It was also a book, but um,
0: again, I didn't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: we didn't need
0: you to add that
2: in. But this one is kind of like, this one got a, a lot of attention, um, a lot of negative attention also, but um, it's The Secret.
1: I saw that movie.
2: And um, and it was it was transformative for me because, well, first I'll read about it. It's, the Secret is a self-help book by Rhonda Byrne that explains how the law of attraction, which states that positive energy attracts positive things into your life, governs your thinking and act, thinking, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, thinking and actions and how you can use the power of positive thinking to achieve anything you can imagine. So a lot of people are like, so what if I want a new car, I can just think about a new car and get a new car, you know, like, like on a basic level, they were thinking, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. for me, it was a lot more than that. It was transformative because it kind of like reminded me of my power within myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, After I saw it, I just felt like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, I really have um, and people around me that I do attract the situations that I'm in, the people that I'm around it around. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just very powerful for me to be not, I say reminded, although it wasn't in my awareness at all when the secret came, when somebody introduced me to Mm -hmm. the secret. Like, I didn't even think about that. And this guy, shout out to Sun God, um, he was like, I need you to watch this. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just opened, like, it was almost like, oh, my gosh, this is who I am. It kind of, re- it was like, I remember who I am, whose I am now. And that's when I really got back into church. I started Going to Agape, because that's how I found about Reverend Michael. He's on the secret. Mm-hmm. And the church ended up being literally right down the street from my house.
0: Oh, that's
2: funny. <laughs> in Culver City, California. So I was like, this is meant to mm-hmm. be. Like, I'm supposed to go here. And I started going every Sunday, getting involved in the classes and mm-hmm. being of service. So it was really life-changing for me. Um, beyond, you know, the cliche aspect of the law of attraction. It's yeah. really about the law of love. You know, I, you I put thought out that love, would be you, a book. You know, I yeah. really,
1: I, I in my mind, I'm like Daniel is gonna bring that book. I, I for whatever reason, I thought the secret would be. Used. I read the book because it. I think it was like on Oprah, uh-huh. um, yeah, or something like that. So it was heavy during that time. So I did read that book, but I literally was like, Daniel is gonna come in here <laughs> saying the secret because that book fits like fits oh my gosh, like it's so you. everything about yeah. me. Yep, I
0: haven't seen it or read it. I gotta get into it because I really do. I definitely believe that. And I to your point, like it's not as simple as Yeah. I'm gonna get a car. I'm gonna get right. a car. I'm gonna get a car. <laughs> it has but nothing to do as with it that. consumes your thoughts, it's not like, wishful thinking. It's people. <laughs> not yes. It's not wishful thinking. I know one like whatever consumes your thoughts consumes your life, and right. so if what you want is a car, you'll start doing what it takes that's, to get a that's car. The right. That's, right. What that's what the it's part. saying about right. to manifest on the things you want because then your mind starts working exactly. on how to get those things, and the exactly. universe
2: conspires to help you and achieve that, that And goal. that's the
0: thing: the doors will will yes. open because only because you're doing your due diligence. Yeah, like whatever you thought. Yeah, yeah, do the, the word. word Ayala. Okay. Come on, EYU.
1: It speaks to it because I mean that's that's Bible, like just yep. not to get religious, that but that's Bible, exactly. The power of the tongue, right? Life and death. Life and death. Exactly. I'm, I'm a to speak, speak it, it buddy. Exactly. Preach it, girl. And then I'll say, <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but that's. The, I mean, it's true though. So when you yeah. think about it, it's like the book took exactly from, mm-hmm. it took Bible, basically, and, like, elaborated on exactly. it. You know what I'm saying? To be able to say, no, I mean, it's not that simple. You know, I've been saying I want to lose weight for a while now. I can't lose weight if I'm sitting there eating all the cookies and shit because I love cookies. And not cookies working are out. Cookies delicious. You know? Like, how <laughs> can I expect? But if I'm, like, okay. if I'm telling myself, like, really, naughty, it's <laughs> time. Right. And everything else. <laughs> if, I, if I'm saying naughty, it's really, it's time, it's time, it's time. And I'm starting putting in my mind, like, okay, you're feeling unhealthy. You're mm-hmm. So what are you going to do about it? Okay, in order to do this, I got to go do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, put, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to start working out again. I'm going to start watching yep. what I eat a little better. I'm going to start. You you start moving toward your goal. Exactly. On what it is that you want. It's not, I'ma, I need to lose weight. I'ma, oh, shit, I ain't losing 20 pounds. You know, looking down. Like, <laughs> Darn, not today. I'm going to keep thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like putting the work in. Do the work. Exactly. Yeah. And you and listen, point.
0: you know your iPhones, them them Androids too, but you know your <laughs> iPhone is listening to your thoughts. So then when you be, whatever you say, you'll start, stuff will start, gym membership.
1: or car, yeah. Oh, how
0: to fix your credit. You want that car? You got to fix your credit first. Now something right, popping up yeah, on how to fix it. your credit. Like exactly. things like that. That's what it's like about. Exactly. You'll start talking about it. You'll start seeing it. And you'll start seeing the earth move. That's In right. In your favor, okay. Exactly.
1: Come on through and move. We love to see it. Yes. <laughs> Nadia, did Nadia, you have another you one you wanted to talk? I did. Y'all, I got a lot of like good good ones, but um, I'm gonna just the the ones that I say was more inspirational. I did Hidden Figures, although that was <gasps> like love, a, yeah, I love that. And mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen it, um, I'll just kind of just like read something quick. But it's another incredible true story.
2: Yes, <laughs> that went untold. Exactly, and that was the
1: thing. A true story that went untold. We follow three black women working for NASA, played by Taraji, um, Octavia, and Janelle, uh, who were the brains behind the greatest operation in history, which was sending an astronaut into space. This amazing achievement inspired the world to dream big and shows how three women had to fight to get the recognition they deserved. I liked it because, um, I mean, I picked that one because it was very, very inspirational Mm -hmm. to see, like, love to see black women... Beauty brains, you yes. know what I'm saying, and and showing how, like yeah, it was hard for me to get the recognition that I did, but I'm gonna get it because at the end of the day, you can't do it without mm-hmm, me. Right. You need me. You need me. So I, I love,
0: I, I love, love that movie. Yeah, I like this. Kind of brings us back to you telling us about the the museum too. Like, we're more than whatever. That's that, why that, exactly you know what that's that's I mean. That time period was yeah, uh, that, you know a lot, and so we hear a lot about what bad was going on, but. Like let's bring up these right. success even, stories even that slavery, that went right?
1: Like even when I think about it, even if you want to say our life started at slavery, like we build America, black mm-hmm. people yes. build America. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the inventions and shit that was created, it was created when we were slaves. Yes, but but it was still our creations, it was right? Still right. Our creations. You still right. wouldn't have it if it wasn't for black people. So even if um, even if I created like the um, I can't think of the damn tool where uh, where they, they use to pull and like to hoe in and all that other kind of stuff. Plow? Like, yeah, the plow. Yeah, the plow. I, don't, I mm-hmm. was thinking P, but I couldn't think. <laughs> it. Out. But like, just so many stuff. If I'm if I'm doing the work, I'm gonna create. Yeah. The the, what the resolution easy, right? exactly because I'm trying to find something. So it's like so many creations that Black people don't really get the credit for, and mm-hmm. and even if they're now starting to give us credit for mm-hmm. it. The problem is, is that so many white people done got paid off of it and they have generational wealth behind everything. You know what I'm saying? So it it, it just... We're still going on. Exactly. Still so I'm like, on. that's why, I, that's the only thing about the museum, but it was amazing though. That movie is good that. too. Yeah, that movie was really yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Okay, so before we get to our um, girl boss, we're gonna go just give you a quick rundown of any other suggestions of books that we think you might should read or watch. So, um, I don't know how many people watch Lovecraft Country on HBO, but no one it. go back and watch Lovecraft <laughs> Country if you have not on um, on HBO. However. Lovecraft Country is also a book, and it was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely go back and read it. It has a different ending than the show, um, and some of the characters are a bit different. Obviously, this book does not have, you know, like a a gay relationship. They don't have stuff like that. Like, it's a little bit older, but it's still a really good um, book. Uh, Rabbit by Miss Pat. Miss Pat is a comedian. Rabbit is her memoir that book is so good. She also has a show on BET and BET Plus. Y'all go watch that. I love Miss Pat. Um, Their Eyes Are Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. this is another one similar to The Color Purple that if you have read it, um previously you should go back and read it again Mm -hmm. um some movies these are just like oh go back looking they was good movies they black movies y'all go support um uncorked uh uh, that's on netflix Mm -hmm. that was so good Mm -hmm. and it's not trauma-based i know that's some of the black america's complaint about black shows and Mm -hmm. stories and movies it's not trauma-based and it has courtney b vance who i love um Dolomite Is My Name. Dolomite Is My Name was so good. Like <laughs> yeah. Those movies were already outrageous, but what was actually going on is even more outrageous. That's a good one. Go watch it. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Love that was that really, really, that really, movie, really, 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 yeah. really good. Um, and this is my last one. My favorite Hood movie of all time, and everybody needs to go watch it. I stand beside <laughs> it. State Property. Not
1: yes. I like stand beside it. I like go that Go watch movie.
2: it. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Look, you have seen it. Everybody should see the look Michelle just gave me right now. That is
0: my favorite. That is my favorite. They look. always be mad that I, it beats out all the other hood movies. It does. It's my I favorite. No. Okay, don't look at me. What's your Danielle favorite hood said we movie? We could agree to
1: disagree.
0: State Property is your favorite too, Michelle? Uh, no, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's no, probably no. not. It's not a lot oh. of people's. But what's your favorite hood movie? In Too Deep. That is not a hood wait, movie. Wait, is that the one? First, First of the all, one with Mackay Piper. And no, no, oh, no, no. Guy, Omar no Epps. Mike Epps. Omar Epps. Yeah. Omar Epps. So, so she's is thinking N2 about or it? Or are you thinking about paid and full? Paid and full, that's the one. Okay, so pay you up your eyes this, at is her? Is a side, this is a slight what side note, but we keeping it in. <laughs> I, because me and Zay had this conversation. Okay, why? Paid and full is his favorite? N- I don't know if that's his favorite, <laughs> but it's top. I love Paid and full. In fact, okay. and we almost out of time, so we got to hurry. But in fact, I tried to think of Naomi in a name so I could, her nickname would be A Boogie. I really love that movie, okay? I really, really love that movie. But in my opinion, Paid in Full is not a hood movie. It's a black movie about a hood story. A hood movie? Okay. A hood movie is state property. A hood movie is Belly. <laughs> But I mean, that's my belly favorite. is good. Belly Movie. is good too. Belly, belly belly's up belly. there. Belly's up there. Belly no. is good. Has my two two of my top five represented? However, belly, belly is don't got way no story state Property. No. Belly oh does not God. have a storyline.
1: Belly got knives in it. So but, that belly, that but does
0: belly have a storyline? Somebody <laughs> tell me what the storyline is in belly. It don't got one. <laughs> Damn. <Right>. Oh. <laughs> she a hate it, y'all. She's a hate and him. I love belly. It's probably top <laughs> five. But yeah, stay property. Go watch it. Belly, go watch it. I love belly, but it's a it's just a long music video. Um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Danielle. You have any book or movie suggestions on top mm, of? The I can't ones? top
1: yours. Uh, uh. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: what about you, Nadia? Definitely when they see us. I oh yeah, that. that was good. Uh, I love that movie. I think it was good. Um, I would say Thirteenth. Did y'all yes. see Thirteenth? No, I couldn't was do very it. Good. Yeah. I need to, no. I, you definitely need to watch Thirteenth. Um, And it was another. Oh. If you haven't seen it, I know people don't like it, but Get Out. I love I love I don't like Get Out! I, no. I, I be hearing people say stuff, but if you haven't watched Get I Out I for whatever Out. reason, watch it. watch it. Watch Get Out. I love that movie. That's a good one. And as a matter of fact, um just to let me just read over just a little bit on on Get Out because okay. I thought like hearing it from I mean I you you know it when you watch the movie, but it says an interracial comp- a couple with a black man, which is known as Chris, and white woman, which is Rose, after dating a few months, they head upstate to hang out with her aggressively white parents. <laughs> Not aggressively who white. Who is a neurosurgeon, <laughs> which is the father, and a therapist or hypnotist, which is the mother. Chris is a little worried about Rose's family reaction to him because she didn't tell him that, you know, she was a, that he was black, mm-hmm. basically. Um, basically, they get out there and shit kind of turns left in a discreet sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it was like racism is scary, of course, but Get Out isn't about the blatantly, obviously scary kind of racism, like the burning crosses and lynches and, and things like that. Instead, it's interested in showing how racism, how racist behavior that tries to be aggressively unscary is just as horrifying <laughs> and in making us feel that mm-hmm. horror in a bodily way.
0: Yes. I like that. Powerful. Yeah. Go watch Good Out. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, before we go, we're going to introduce our girl boss for this episode. So, the girl
2: boss segment goes to Tara Johnson of Goddess Beats and Beauty. Let me tell you, we, I don't know, some of y'all have been seeing the pictures on our IG that we took Um, from our photo shoot and she did all of our makeup and she did an amazing job and you know as you can see we are all different complexions and for somebody who can do all of us and make us all look so beautiful she definitely has that skill set so I want to shout her out shout her out I always say shot. I don't know why I say shot. <laughs> I don't want to shot you. <laughs> shot you. Shoot you. I want to shout you out. Okay. Um, so uh, So she's a Goddess Beats and Beauty and she is a self taught makeup artist and a licensed esthetician. Goddess Beats and Beauty is a luxury self care business that specializes in makeup, brows, and skincare, whose goal is to elevate the minds of others through beauty and skincare. I love and that. Just, I do too. That was perfect. Come on, girl. Um, and I, let me tell you that conversation when you sit in her chair, I mean, she really does elevate you. I mean, you just connect with her on a different level. Um, So Tara also owns a cosmetic line, okay? Come on through. Yeah, please, girl. Come on through. She is definitely an inspiration. Named Goddess Minx, they provide vegan and cruelty-free cosmetics fit for any shade, as we all know, Mm -hmm. including lip gloss, liquid matte lipsticks, eyeshadow, beauty tools, faux Mink lashes, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And they are releasing really a concealer line this fall. Um, and uh, she used all of her makeup when she, she did. did our makeup, and it looked beautiful. We encourage you, check out her IG. Her IG is <laughs> underscore Goddess Beats M-U-A, okay? Um, her email is goddessbeatsmua at gmail.com. And locally, Goddess Minks can be found at the Lounge by Mom Redefined in Crabtree Mall and then um berry bomb in triangle town center in raleigh north carolina.
0: Yeah, she's really through. good. Y'all go Yes, check please. Her
2: out. Not only is she a good makeup artist um, and businesswoman, she is a good person. Yeah. She just her energy is so awesome. So um we love you Tara. Thank, thank you for you. Thanks, everything girl. you've done yeah. and you are our girl boss.
1: Yes. Well, thank you all for tuning in to definition of a woman. Yep. There's levels to this shit.
2: Okay. um. Everybody, please remember, as we said, to comment below and follow us on our IG um, at Definition of a Woman.
0: Yes, and make sure that you are rating the podcast. You want all five stars on wherever you're listening to this podcast at. We are on IG. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. We want to interact with you. We want to get to know you guys. Yep. So make sure that you're following us. You can also follow us on our Personal pages. My personal page um, is pretty underscore brown with two ends underscore girls. My personal IG page, I have a travel page called Dis Family Magic DIS mm-hmm. Family Magic yes. on IG.
1: <laughs> Come on. So follow me there and talk to me, okay? Uh, you can follow me on uh, mine, is just first last name, Nadia Harris 84. It is. You sounded I, I, like, I, I did. I did sound a little fuddy. That's what we used to call it when <laughs> I, you, you didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> but it is. It's Nadia Harris, 84, and you can follow me on IG. Um same thing on, on uh Facebook as well. Conversate with us. Um, you know, be interactive. We love that. So Yes, we do.
0: We still have Instagram lists. Danielle over here, oh, but she's, like, she's getting one. Don't worry I am she's, getting one. She's getting one, but right now she's she's without. But it's coming. So. <laughs> it's coming. So we new love. to social media, period. Yeah, so. she doesn't do social media, but we're dragging her out. It's <laughs> we a new day. I'm coming out for y'all. I okay? was about to say yes, she's coming out. I'm she I'm got coming coming out, out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she, She's busting out, okay? We love y'all. We thank you guys thank for Thank you listening. so much. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. <laughs> say it like this if you can tell me what to do then you can tell me what to do but if you can't tell me what to do you can't tell me what to do